Yes, this is Spice Radio, 1200 AM. You're tuned into the Morning Buzz. You're with me, Natasha. Along with me is Mankiran. Now, Canada is a very unique country. One in four are immigrants. One in four people. That's amazing. In fact, uh, by the time we reach 2025, we hope to attract at least 1.5 million people to this country. And yesterday was a landmark announcement when a legislation was put forth, Bill 38, which hopes to attract track more skilled workers by fast tracking professional immigrants now we're going to find out from the man who gets some very interesting insights into how canadians think with uh, mario conseco on the phone line with us he's a president of research co a very good morning to you mario Good morning. Great to be here with you. We are so excited because your new findings about how Canadians perceive immigration and immigrants is an enlightening one. So, tell us a little bit about how of course you came up with this concept that, you know, what is the perception of Canadians? Did you see that there was a shift in the way they kind of perceived immigrants? Well, we've been tracking this question since 2019 and we do see a little bit of a change when it comes to the way we feel about immigration. Uh, this year, 38% of Canadians say that immigration is having a mostly negative effect in the country. This is up to a point since 2022, but we have a slightly larger proportion, 45%, who say immigration is having a mostly positive effect. So you could look at this both ways. You could look at it as, you know, more Canadians believing that immigration has been positive. But when we compare it to the numbers that we had in 2022 and 2020, uh, it's trending downward. So there's definitely more criticism towards specific policies. and also concerns about the way immigration can affect the lives of the Canadians who are already here. So it's not all rosy as far as the way we feel about immigration, and it'll be very interesting to see where we go from here, especially in the next couple of years when we're bound to have uh, not only a federal election campaign, but also a BC one. And this is an ongoing conversation which we have even among immigrants themselves who after becoming Canadian citizens have a kind of a paradigm shift in how they look at immigration. So what do you think are the factors contributing to this pessimistic outlook towards immigration? You know, I think there's a couple of things that are quite interesting. Uh, usually we have one issue that defines how Canadians are feeling about things. If we go back to the 2008-2009 Uh, when the global financial crisis hit, it was the economy and jobs. Uh, if you go back to 2006 or 2007, it was the environment. Uh, and now we have a, a very interesting split. We have housing, we have um, health care, and we have the economy and jobs. And I think what happens in a way is that people who are concerned about any of these issues tend to point towards immigration as some of the problems that they're facing. You know, if you worry about housing, oh, there's all these foreign owners who are buying things, and it's also expensive because of foreign ownership. that is going to lead you with a negative view of immigration. If you're looking at the healthcare system as far as something that needs to be protected, you are going to be worried if you have a lot of people coming from abroad and using that healthcare system once they become citizens. So immigration as an issue is not really climbing the charts, but there are several factors that we're worried about that are making people more concerned about immigration and the way they feel about the future going forward. So... It's not as if we have negative views, but if you're worried about something, if it's jobs, if it's healthcare, you could look at immigration as one of the problems that is making you worry about that issue. Now, Mario, I was just wondering, is there a kind of a difference in perception into what kind of immigrants are coming into Canada? Because Canada, of course, wants skilled workers to come into Canada. And then there's, of course, the refugees who are coming in and making this place a safe home for themselves. So is there a kind of a stark difference in the perception towards them? 
You know, there's a little bit of a difference. And, you know, I've been lucky enough to ask questions similar to this in the U.K. and also in the United States. And there's very different levels of concern. When I worked in the U.K., it was mostly related to the European Union. You know, we have all of these people who are coming here because they're citizens of the European Union and they can be here. This is obviously before Brexit, so there was a lot of concern. And obviously they're now facing a situation where they're not particularly happy with how many people have had to leave the country. In the U.S., it's usually illegal immigration. You know, we have a scenario where the jobs aren't there, where people are making less than they should, and there's no jobs available for people who may want to have them. Canada is very different in that sense because we continue to see a significant level of support for legal immigration, even though it's a little bit lower than it was a couple of years ago. But part of this has to do with the ability of people to be able to, to, to work in the areas uh, where they're trained. And, you know, for years, especially in the 90s and the early 2000s, you had so many people who were relocating to Canada, who had PhDs, who were working at a nuclear reactor, who had a lot of expertise to do things and were doing jobs that they weren't really prepared for. So part of what we see, particularly here in D.C. with this announcement yesterday, is the opportunity for those immigrants to be employed in the places where they need to be employed. We have a shortage of doctors. We have so many doctors who are doing other stuff that is not related to medicine. So maybe in a couple of years, the views that we have on immigration are going to be better if we are able to uh, really focus on all of these immigrants who haven't been able to work in the area that they have experience in. Now, Mario, I believe, of course, there are political affiliations and there's, of course, the provincial divide as well in how they perceive immigration. You could shed some light on that. Well, we've always seen over the past few years a more negative view of immigration from conservative party voters. Uh, We have 34% of conservative party voters who say that immigration is having a mostly positive effect in Canada. We're at 50% among those who voted for the NDP federally and 57% for liberals. So what I really think could happen in the next few years is a a wider discussion about the role of immigration, especially if we continue to see the conservatives doing well as far as voting intention. Are they going to try to mess with the system a little bit? Are they going to change the way in which this operates? Because we know this is an issue that is worrying conservative voters, And it could actually be part of what we face in the 2025 um, federal campaign. Um, It's weird because if I go back to surveys that we conducted from 2006 to 2015 when the conservatives were in power, conservatives were more likely to say immigration is working fine. So you you take it away from them, and that's when they believe that somebody else is not handling the issue properly. But there's always been that divide. If you're running the country, in, in this case the liberals, the liberal voter is going to say that it, he's happy or she's happy with the way you're managing expectations as far as immigration. Conservatives tend to be more critical, and they have been since uh, Justin Trudeau was elected. True. And what are the numbers in terms of you know people as to do they think that the numbers of immigrants should increase, decrease, should remain the same? This is a little bit of a shift as well. We have 39% of Canadians who say that the number of legal immigrants who are allowed to relocate in Canada should decrease. Um, this was 53% just a couple of years, sorry, just last year. So there's a sense from Canadians, particularly because of inflationary concerns, that it's going to be more complicated to make ends meet if we continue to have the same level of, of, of immigration. I think that is one of the key factors, especially affecting people aged 35 to 54. This is a generation that is now growing with different concerns. Maybe they have young children, maybe they have ailing parents that they need to take care of, and they're figuring out how difficult it is to pay for things because of inflation. So 
what we have is that particular generation having a tougher view on immigration. The 18 to 34 year old and the 55 and over are not as radical. It's Generation X in that sense that is starting to get a little bit testy when it comes to how expensive everything is and looking at, at, at immigration as a pretty convenient scapegoat. Now, Mario, you've also in your findings on researchco.ca, which people can definitely log on and find out more about it. You've come up with two very different concepts. One is the mosaic and one is um, uh, the melting pot. Right. So what is the difference between these two concepts and what do they mean? And of course, what are the numbers and what are the findings? Well, the mosaic has always been the way in which Canada has embraced immigration since the 1960s. And the idea is you preserve the cultural differences. They are valuable for Canada. So you're not supposed to abandon what you're bringing from your country of birth. Uh, And we have the melting pot, which has been uh, the way in which the United States has been managing things when it comes to immigration. You know, assimilate, blend into society. Don't bring some of the values and the things that you did before and just become an American. And what we have now is a split. 45% of Canadians who say, let's stick with the mosaic, and 42% who prefer the melting pot. Now, The thing that is pushing the melting pot up is the numbers in Quebec. And I think what we have here is a situation of new immigrants to Quebec who aren't embracing Quebecois culture. Maybe they're not interested in the food. Maybe they're not interested in the language. They're not interested in the history of Quebec as a whole, but they want to become Canadian and they're continuing to do so. So if we remove Quebec, the numbers would be certainly higher for the mosaic. So it's more about the Quebecers wanting to create their own melting pot within Quebec than the rest of Canada saying we don't like the mosaic. Oh, that's very interesting. And of course, uh, I know that they're very worried about French kind of dying out over there, especially with the new immigrants coming in. This is very interesting findings, Mario. We really uh, thank you for these uh, interesting insights. If people want to find out more about this study, and of course the amazing studies that Research Research Co. does, where do they go and how do they find out more about what you do? They can go to researchgo.ca. It's our top story today and tomorrow. And uh, we're going to keep asking this every year. It's always fun to look at the trends and to see where the situation is moving. So next year, in the heat of a BC provincial campaign, maybe the numbers will be different. And we know whom to contact for that one. Thank you so much, Mario, for your time this morning. My pleasure, Natasha. Anytime.